of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones continuing the Psalm Project, and that brings us today to Psalm 36, uh, a Psalm of David. As I've mentioned, many of the Psalms written by David, not all of them, but many of them. And the title in most English Bible translations would say, To the Choir Master of David, the Servant of the Lord. And the theme is the steadfast love of God. It is a short Psalm. And uh, so I have written five stanzas for this, or set five stanzas for them, uh, this in a hymnic uh, form, as I've done with many of these psalms. Um, and so my commentary is not going to be long, but uh, it is a wonderful psalm that really remembers the love of God. So uh, let's get into it. Let me read, it is 12 verses, let me read Psalm 36. Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for he flatters himself in his own eyes that his iniquity cannot be found out and hated. The words of his mouth are trouble and deceit. He has ceased to act wisely and do good. He plots trouble while on his bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He does not reject evil. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithful your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. Man and beast, you save, O Lord. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life, in your light do we see light. O oh, continue your steadfast love to those who know you, and your righteousness to the upright of heart. Let not the foot of arrogance come upon me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. There are evildoers lie fallen. They are thrust down, unable to rise. So, in verse 1, the psalmist here says transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. And I've discussed fear before as what it means. It is not just a, ref uh, a respect. It is a fear. No fear of God. The, the psalmist here identifies the root of all evil just as Proverbs 1.7 cites the fear of God as being the beginning of all knowledge. The fear of God that springs from faith is a special response to revelation, the revelation um, of all that recognizes really total dependence on the Lord. And in absence of that reverence, a different type of fear of the Lord will be experienced, which is dread. But the right fear of the Lord realizes a confidence in him. Verse 3, the words of his mouth are trouble and deceit. He has ceased to act wisely and do good. Wisdom has an ethical side to it. To be wise is to do good. And they are linked here in this psalm. 
He plots trouble while on his bed. In other words, wickedness is a full-time occupation for someone who is wicked. Even at night, when they should be praying or when they should be praying before they go to sleep, wicked people plot and scheme their evil devices. Verse 5, your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. This is a special word in Hebrew that signifies the loving uh, devotion that God binds himself to his people, and it indicates his loving kindness towards those uh, with whom he has a covenant relationship. So that extends to us today as Christians, as the church. And so this word recurs throughout the Psalms, showing that it is a book of covenantal prayers. That's one reason I love the book of Psalms. It is a book of prayers in the covenant with God and between God and his people. Verse 6, your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Uh, in, in other words, a symbolism of something strong and sturdy that cannot be moved. Verse 7, the children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. And this seems to refer to the wings of the cherubim of God's throne as represented by the beings depicted as covering the Ark of the Covenant with their rings. You also see this in Revelation, the uh, the uh, angels flying around the throne. Otherwise, God is perceived as the protector of his people, like a mother bird who protects her young uh, birds. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Think about a mother bird. I have a nest right outside my house right now. It's there every year. I, I was kind of glad that the birds left last year because I tore down the nest. It's one of those, uh, I don't know what you call them. It's, it's like a dirt nest up above a door, on my back door. And there are baby birds in it. They were there last year. Not the same baby birds, but there were baby birds in it last year. And then they eventually left and I took a water hose and sprayed the thing down. And lo and behold, it is back. The nest is there. Probably the same mother, different babies. And, um... But the mother protects the baby birds. I see my dogs go out there and they just stare up at the nest. Obviously, they're wanting to, uh, you know, maybe even eat the birds. I don't know what they're trying to do, but they, the mother does not like that. And the mother will sit there and chirp at the dogs while they're looking at the nest. Uh, she's protecting her babies. Verse 8, they feast on the abundance of your house. The psalmist pictures God as a rich and a generous host here. And then in verse 9, for with you is the fountain of life. God is the source of all life and death. He gives and he takes away. And so the doctrine of eternal life is seen in the Old Testament, but it's more fully revealed in the New Testament. John 3.16, for example that those who believe in God will not perish, but have eternal life. And so this is a psalm that uh, is indicative of the steadfast love of God and praises him for it. Uh, as I mentioned, a very short psalm, but a wonderful one in the context of worship. Um, it certainly could be used to praise God uh, through music. And so here is Psalm 36 set to music. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.
Nor led by evil hands. 